It's October 14, 2022. Time for the Friday edition, episode 180. 180 on your programs and scorecards of the Sports Wagon Podcast. It's your man, Uncle Dub. Hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. It's Uncle Dub, I-T-S-U-N-C-L-E underscore D-U-B. Hope you're having a good Friday, everyone. Uh, it's the weekend. Um, the, the grind don't stop. Uh, late record today, so we'll get through uh, these uh, topics. I don't think it's going to be a super long show but we'll see how it goes. Let's start with Major League Baseball, your divisional series. So from yesterday, the Braves 3-0 over the Phillies. The series tied at one apiece. Kyle Wright gave up two hits in the shutout. Padres over Dodgers 5-3, series one apiece. Manny Machado and Jake Cronenworth each had a home run apiece. So the AL game yesterday between the Yankees and the Guardians was postponed due to weather. That game is currently ongoing on, uh, I believe, TBS. And in the bottom of the third with one out, and I believe the Yankees are up to bat. Yeah, bottom of the third, duh. Um, 2 nothing Yankees, and that series is currently uh, 1-0 Yankees. So we'll keep our eye on that. And, of course, we'll update all the results on Monday. Um, also today, game three for the National League Division Series. Braves at Phillies, 4.37 p.m. I believe that would be on TBS. Um, Dodgers at Padres, 8.37 p.m. That'll be Tony Gonsolin versus Blake Snell. Over to the NFL, Thursday Night Football. The Commanders at the Bears. Washington beat Chicago 12-7. Christian Holmes recovers a muffed punt to set up a one-yard Brian Robinson touchdown run to secure the win. For Chicago, Justin Fields goes 14 for 27, 190 yards, one touchdown and one interception. And, of course, you know that in the postgame comments that Ron Rivera had to kind of, you know, kind of deal with the fallout from his comments about uh, Carson Wentz. And, you know, it wasn't pretty. He was pretty darn upset. Um, But, uh, you know, kind of the uh, the the accusation, the thought was that, you know, Wentz was not his call. It was the owner's call. And 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 you know what? This is kind of the things I, I keep talking about when it comes to this commander's franchise that. There's just so much, and, and and not so much the commanders, but we've seen this across um, many professional sports. Football, more so, I would say. Some some NBA, and then other leagues, not as much, but just that meddling. So you've got the uh, you know the owner instead of again focusing on the big picture, they want to have their say, and they want to have. Um, uh, was their say they they want to put their input and their two cents on all the personnel decisions. Don't get me wrong. They should have some say because they're signing the checks. But again, this is why you have a general manager. This is why you have a front office. This is why you have people who can kind of, you know, give input and say, hey, here's what here's the direction we're going, you know, and are you with us or do you want us to go in another direction instead of, you know, this top down leadership in this regard, especially on the player matters. So of course, Overall, it should be top-down leadership, but on player matters, especially when you are an owner who has no idea how to choose talent. Again, you know, with this franchise, it's always, oh, well, let's just go out and make the big home run draft pick, or let's go out and pay big money for either a fairly big name uh, free agent. And with this franchise, we've seen what that's done. It gets the fan base all excited. And then when it doesn't work out, everything just fizzles back to earth. So, again, it's been 20 plus years of the same old thing. So what's the new thing? Hashtag sell the team. And, you know, now Snyder is saying that he's got 
information on other owners that he's trying to, you know, I guess he's trying to force their hand because the word on the street, as I've said before, is they want him out. They're trying to, you know, get him to sell the team. And now, you know, and, and I figure he ain't gonna go with a fight, go out without a fight. I mean, if this is true, because I still don't think it's true, but it seems as if there's probably some talking and some, you know, some, some whispers that, you know, they don't want him there or maybe that, hey, maybe, maybe they're quietly saying to him, look, maybe you should sell the team. But my whole thing is, what took you guys so long? This has been 20 plus years of, I mean, not so much what's happening on the field, because, again, you know, a lot of that is front office. But it's been 20 plus years of just embarrassing incidents, um, you know, either bringing in players who weren't good for the franchise or picking up players and bringing them to the franchise who weren't good people. And they did more dumb things and made the franchise even look bad. Even his own sins are plastered across the news on the regular. And, you know, of course he's, you know, he's saying he's, he's, he's innocent, but there's so many voices that are to the contrary saying opposite that. Yeah. You know, he did that stuff. So, it's just like, what took you guys so long? Why now are you, oh, well, he's got to go. So what changed? Like, what changed about your opinion from then to now? I mean, the commander's debacle, you know, changing the name, and even the name is terrible. I mean, it's just everything about this franchise is just awful. And and I, and, and I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's like, stop supporting awful behavior. It's like, why are fans still giving this man their money? Just just let this thing go somewhere and maybe he will sell the team. I mean, I don't know. Again, like I said, it seems as if when you interfere with his money, he pays attention. So that's what I say. I mean, because now the thing is, well, now it seems like he's like a spoiled child. Well, if I can get my way and when the lease on the stadium is up and we're talking about another four years, I think, well, I'm going to go to Virginia or I'm going to rebuild somewhere else. And it's kind of like it's all a big mess. So, um, you know, unfortunately, the off the field things have sort of uh, overshadowed the off the on field things. But the on field things hadn't been that great either. So it's, so it's just, it's just been one long 20 year debacle for the commanders under the the quote air quote leadership of. Dan Snyder. So Washington's now two and four. They've host Green Bay, who are three and two currently, uh, October 23rd, 1 p.m. on Fox. Chicago's also two and four. They'll go to New England, who's currently two and three for Monday Night Football on the 24th, A15 on ESPN. Notable games from Sunday, only a handful. Three and two Jets visit the three and two Packers, 1 p.m. on Fox. The four and one Vikings visit the three and two Dolphins, also Fox, 1 p.m. The three and two Ravens visit the four and one Giants, one p.m. on CBS. The four and one Bills go to the four and one Chiefs, four twenty-five on CBS. And of course, the big one, eight twenty NBC Sunday Night Football. The four and one Cowboys visit the Link to take on five and zero Philadelphia. And you know, I I don't pick very many NFL games. I don't pick any. Let's just go ahead and say what it is. But this game is very intriguing to me, and I mean, I'm gonna go on the limb here. I, I like the Eagles to win this one. I think the Eagles. Uh, I think you got a good, really good chance to go six and zero. Although, you know, you know, defensively, if Dallas can really, 
I, I don't know. I feel like if Dallas can kind of really focus on stopping Philly from running, they might have a shot. But, I mean, if Philly just goes – uh, all out, you know, they have a, you know, both phases of their offensive offense running. I think they got a good chance to win this game. I'm going to take Philly. I mean, again, was it, what am I saying this for? I mean, I just you know, saw this game. I was like, wow, that's, uh, you know, NFC East game. Um, you've got three NFC team in NFC East teams going teams doing really good. And this, I think, is probably going to be the best game of the weekend. So I say, hey, I'll give a shot, but I'm, I'm going to take Philly to win this one. All right, let's move on to NASCAR. <clears throat> Excuse me. The round of eight starts Sunday in Las Vegas. That's the South Point 400. So Denny Hamlin is your defending champ. They'll go 267 laps to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. The, the green flag drops 230 on NBC. College football from last night. So let's start with the game probably, you know, maybe people watch, but you're kind of thinking, it, this got ugly quick. UCF over Temple, 70 to 13. They hung 70 on the Owls. This game was 35 to 13 at the half. Temple out, I'm sorry, UCF outscored Temple 35 to nothing in the second half. They just, I mean, they just went to town. So remember, UCF is coached by Gus Malzahn. So that Gus Malzahn offense is just steamrolling all along here. And they take down Temple. And, you know, Temple, they've. They've, they've had some good days, but, you know, since they've had some cur- some co- coaching turnover, they just haven't really been the same. But I but I think this is either year one or year two of their new coaching. I think it's year two of the new coaching regime. So, I mean, it's going to take some time for, for them to get it together uh, at Temple. Um, from the Big 12 Thursday night, West Virginia at home beats Baylor 43-40. to uh, Tony Mathis, 163 yards rushing and two touchdowns, and Casey Leg. Uh, what a name for a field goal kicker, right? <laughs> Casey Leg um, kicks a 22-yard field goal to seal the win for the Mountaineers. Um, let's move over to picks. So, like I said, this is probably gonna be a really fast show. So, picks, and let's see. Do I have? I don't think I have any dubs and nails today. I, I think we'll. Uh, skip dubs and L's today. I don't have any. Again, it, I, I don't know what it is. It's like I like doing them, but I feel like having finding dubs these days has been way harder than finding L's, which tells you a lot about the world we live in. When you can find more, you know, bad things or more L's in the in the sports world than dubs, I really uh, feel some kind of way about that. To be extremely honest with you, um, so let's look at the picks. So. Starting with the big noon kickoff on Fox from Ann Arbor, number five, Michigan, seven point favorites host number 10, Penn State. I'll take the Wolverines at home on ESPN two at noon, Oklahoma, nine point favorites host number 19, Kansas. I will take the Jayhawks here. Rock Chuck Jayhawk noon, Big Ten Network, Minnesota, six and a half point favorites visit Champaign to take on number 24, Illinois. I'll take the Illini here was liking uh, Minnesota a lot, but I don't know Illinois. That that offense. I mean, uh, Tommy DeVito. Is it Tommy DeVito? Yeah, Tommy DeVito. Uh, you know, really. Uh, you know, just yeah, he, very good quarterback. I like him. I think they've really got a pretty decent offense. I'll take a uh, fairly balanced. I'll take Illinois. Uh, Twelve thirty on ESPN three, and more than likely ACC regional game. So, listen to this matchup. This is Miami, who are seven point favorites, go to Blacksburg to take on Virginia Tech, and. This matchup has fallen far down the, the pecking order, so it's a coastal game. 
Plus, this is a game that's typically a big Thursday night matchup, either in Coral Gables or in Blacksburg. So this one is relegated to your ACC regional network. So I think it's Bally's nowadays that plays all these ACC regional games. But, but you know, if it's in your market, it gets blacked out. You get to see it on regular channels. But if it's out of your market, you get to see it on ESPN3. I'm going to take Miami here. Um, seven, that's about right. I don't – okay, let's say this. I don't <laughs> – I don't think Virginia Tech's going to get blown out, but the last time I said that, Virginia Tech got blown out. So we'll just say it will be seven or better for the Hurricanes. 330 CBS. I didn't pick this one yet. So number three, Alabama heads to Rocky Top to take on number six, Tennessee. This is a big, big matchup. Tennessee has a chance to really make a statement in this game. Alabama are seven-point favorites. I'm just going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take the Volunteers. I think this game shows how Tennessee is taking the next step. So I think Tennessee takes down Alabama. I'm going I'm to I'm say it. I'm going to stick by it. I'm not going to take it back because, again, I made this one on the fly, and I didn't pick it because my intent was to go back and pick it a little bit later as I thought about it. And I'm thinking, you know, Alabama, I think, is the obvious choice here. They are, what, seven-point favorites, as I said. So, I mean, again, Seven points. It could go, you know, it could be, you know, it could go either way. And these are two really good teams uh, in the SEC. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Um, 3.30 ABC from Fort Worth. Number eight, Oklahoma State goes to visit number 13, TCU. TCU are four-point favorites. I'm going to take Oklahoma State. You know, again, I'm liking, again, Spencer Sanders, one of the better quarterbacks in the, in the, in the country, let alone the Big 12. 3.30 ACC Network. Number 15, NC State travels to the Dome to take on number 18, Syracuse. I'm going to take the Cuse. Um, again, another team with really good balanced offense, although not, not taking anything from State. State's got really good defense. They've got Devin Leary playing quarterback. I'm going to take Syracuse in this one. Uh, 7 p.m. ESPN, LSU visits Florida. Uh, Florida are two-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to take LSU here. Um, again, two-and-a-half, this thing, again, uh, really close. I'm gonna take LSU. 730 ABC. So this is a okay 730 game. It's not terrible. It's not you know fantastic, but it's an okay game. Um, number four, Clemson goes to Florida State. Clemson are three and a half point favorites. So that's kind of a, a small line for Clemson. I think Clemson escapes. I think it. I might. It might be by the touchdown. I think Clemson escapes by a touchdown. 7.30 on SEC, number 16, Mississippi State visits the Wildcats of Kentucky, 22, 22nd ranked this week. I think they're tied with uh, some other team who I forget. Uh, Mississippi State are four-point favorites in this one. I didn't pick this one either. Wow, the next three games that I have listed, I didn't pick them. Like Again, I'm writing out the games I want to write out and didn't pick them. So looking at how this is going, I'm going to take Mississippi State. Because, you know, Kentucky, good. Mississippi State has been surprising me lately. Um, the So there are people who are going, oh, the air raid will never work in the SEC. Let me tell you something. The air raid works everywhere. The air raid travels. I just wasn't seeing the consistency from Mississippi State. Um, you know, Mike Leach is a proven winner. I'm going to take the Bulldogs over Kentucky. Um, 7.30 Big Ten Network. Ah, here's another one. Nebraska visits Ross Addy Stadium in West Lafayette to take on Purdue. Purdue are 13 half point favorites. So, again, Purdue got that win over Maryland last week, and I think that game was close. Purdue's a double-digit favorite here at home. 
I'm going to take the Boilers to win this one. Now, watch Purdue lose this game, but I'm going to take the Boilers here. 13 and a half. I'll say it's going to be, I think it'll still be double digits. I'll say it'll be 10 points. Um, 8 p.m. on Fox. Number seven, USC visits Salt Lake City to take on 20th ranked Utah. I'm going to take USC here. I like Utah's offense. Defense is pretty good, but I think USC will find a way to win this game. Um, number uh, no. Oh, so two couple rivalry games here on the slate. So this is kind of uh, some early kind of fisticuffs here, if you will. New Mexico, who are six and a half point favorites, go to New Mexico State. So the Battle of I-25 or what they call the Rio Grande rivalry. This is the 112th meeting between these two rivals. They'll meet in Las Cruces and they'll play for the Maloof Trophy. New Mexico has held the trophy for the last three years. I say they hold it for a fourth. I'm taking New Mexico over New Mexico State. Then 8 p.m. ACC Network. See how the tide has turned. So ACC Network. So as we talked about that whole situation with um, uh, Miami, Virginia Tech. Now the tide has turned and now we get an 8 p.m. game between... Give me a second here. Okay, so we get a nice rivalry game between North Carolina and Duke, the football version. So UNC seven-point favorites takes the 30-minute ride up Fordham Road, US 15501 to Durham. The 109th meeting between these two, the 73rd meeting for the victory bill. So I think the big tradition is whoever wins it, they take the bill if they take it from their their uh, their rival whoever wins it they spray paint it their color right there in front of you so again it's just like wow you know all the passion and we're just like okay we're just gonna spray this thing in front of you because we don't care so carolina has held this bell for the last three years i think duke takes it back this year i'll take duke over north carolina at home to reclaim the victory bell lastly 9 p.m pack 12 Four and two Washington State goes to four and two Oregon State, who are three and a half point favorites. I'm gonna take Oregon State. Washington State to me, good offensively. They've made a lot of mistakes on the offensive side. I think have cost them games. Oregon State has been in some close games. I think Oregon State will win this one close. So I think we'll go with the Beavers at home to take down Washington State. And it's really kind of sad because you know Washington State. Had, I mean, they had some opportunities. I mean, that Oregon game, that Oregon game was right there for the taking, and they let them back in. I mean, imagine how big that would have been for their chances in the Pac-12. I mean, they've been kind of up in the, the upper echelon here, if you will, of the conference. I mean, they're still a good team. I think they will be a bold team. I mean, winning the Pac-12 now, oh, going to be a little difficult considering they you know just couldn't get it done uh, against Oregon. All right, so as I said, no dubs and L's this week. I mean, I really got to – I feel like I've been uh, just <laughs> kind of writing shows kind of late and trying to keep up and find the good and the bad and the indifferent in sports has been uh, been tough. So no dubs and L's this week. We'll work on having some dubs and L's for next show, but wanted to lay down these tracks for you. So I definitely get the football picks in. So we'll see how it all pans out next week. So what did I say? I got 15 picks. So there's there's probably a good chance I'll go six and nine this week. We'll see how it goes. But but see, I've been saying that and I've been coming out like 10 and five. So why don't I just keep having this negative thought? I'm going to be terrible this week 
and then I end up going 11 and four. So whatever. But anyway, nevertheless, whatever happens, you'll see it happen. We'll talk about it. I'll probably be tweeting about it over the weekend and we'll recap it all on Monday with the Monday edition. So I thank you for tuning into this quick episode. Um, thank you all for uh, you know, just you know retweeting the podcast and supporting. Um, if you have not listened yet, go back one episode to 179. I had on my brothers from the High School 510 podcast. Make sure you check that out. Nice episode. Had a great time. Had some laughs. Talked about some cool things in sports. So definitely check that out. And I'll be getting back at you guys next week. So again, as I always tell you, make sure you protect yourself, mask up, take care of yourself and others. Um, remember to hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. It's Uncle Dub, I-T-S-U-N-C-L-E underscore D-U-B. And until I talk to you again, make sure that you remember to drink your water and mind the business that pays you. Peace. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Sports Wagon Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend about the show. You can also send me a voicemail or send me a message on Twitter or Instagram at It's Uncle Dub. That's I-T-S-U-N-C-L-E underscore D-U-B. Also, please consider supporting the podcast at buymeacoffee.com backslash sportswagonpod. I really appreciate your support. Thank you.